Hi, my name's Evan Hill Porteous, and welcome to Re Unreview, an unpronounceable name for an unlistenable podcast about unlistenable music. But there is really nothing, nothing we can do. Love must be forgotten, life can always start up anew. The models will have children, we'll get a divorce, we'll even find some more models, everything must run its course. We'll choke on our own vomit and that will be the end. We were fated to pretend, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't pretend yeah, yeah, that I yeah. like this album. Fuck this album. Ah, uh, hi, welcome to Rion Review. This is episode nine. Um, if you couldn't tell by the fated lyrics... Uh, by MGMT's Time to Pretend, we're doing uh, MGMT's debut album, Oracular Spectacular. I think you'll find that it's actually their second album. Oh, uh, behind an EP. No, but there was one before. What's the album before? Let me... That was the earliest, actually, we've ever had. Okay, straight up, I did fuck all research for this yeah. episode. I hated this this album. And it shows. Climbing to... Then first album... Oh, it's a demo album called Climbing to New Lows. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're doing MGMT's second album, Oracular Spectacular. Joining me is our usual cohort of bros... Uh, we've got, first of all, to the left. <laughs> it's a bro horde. It's a bro To the left, oh, uh, Alistair Bates, host of uh, Word to the Pennywise, thank his you. new podcast. Yeah, thank you, Evan. Uh, it's where we take all of the vans warped to a 2004 uh, albums and we just rate them, you know? I think it's a pretty cool <laughs> and original idea. We just talk fucking facts and we just chew the fat with a couple of mates yeah right that's yeah. that sounds oh, a bit of a word to the pennywise for you out there maybe you should listen to it okay huh? and when will we expect the debut episode of this uh, oh um yeah look pretty soon i, Thanks I, for I actually had, right off the i have bat. an issue with the the audio of your podcast because there's no effects on any of the, the no that joke was a bit corny dude yeah. Uh, fuck you guys! I don't think Corn played Dwarf Tour, man. That's a whole different demographic. You're thinking uh, family values. I am thinking family values. DJ Tullet, Alexander hey, Tullet, how yeah, are you tonight? I'm great. DJ Tullet in the fucking mix. What's right been going mix. on since um, our last episode? I've just been playing heaps of Uncharted. Heaps of Uncharted, heaps yeah. Of and you're, you're you're enjoying Uncharted. We live together. I've watched you play. Uh, Uncharted. This isn't a video game podcast, though, man. I'm, what? I'm not allowed to ask a fucking qu- all right fine um so <laughs> tonight's swears. episode we actually um morris got stuck at work so tullet um alistair and i and also our new intern angelo uh angelo. intern angelo would you like to give a quick yell out uh, just good. yeah so intern <laughs> angelo doesn't get his own mic but he's in the room so we've spent several hours since this afternoon building ourselves um the uh morris gig pig mega 2000 or the mgmt mobot for short um so it's a morris robot that we've built and his vocabulary is basically collated essentially just from things that morris has posted on social media mobot how are you What's up, funk soul brother? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, not much. Um, I mean, I'm not funk soul brother. But um, how's how's your <laughs> four, how's your four hours of existence been, Mobot? It's great. Okay, cool. <laughs> but, it's fantastic. All right, so you'll hear a lot from the Mobot throughout the evening. Um, I loved your no effects joke. <laughs> it's Mobot. 
Guys, I think it's okay. This thing is working. <laughs> um, all right, so let's kick this straight off. Um, Oracular Spectacular by MGMT. I have already said now that we're five minutes into this podcast without covering any ground that I think this album is trash. Alistair, you are going to come at this from a different different perspective to I think the rest of us. You actually quite like you dig this album, right? I don't know if "dig" is the right word, but I don't have like the uh... actually no. Fuck it. I'm already going to say it. I'm giving it my full on rating from here. I'm putting it on the same category is a weekend in the city yeah seven. you gave that a seven <laughs> yeah okay. all right i don't know man um this album came out just on the cusp of 18 for me first time i heard a song off this album was a time for pretend uh it would have been a late night rage session with a good friend of the show dita carl smith shouts out to dita carl smith We'd been drinking and watching movies at my house. We'd run out of movies and booze. And we're just having like DNMs and watching Rage. And then Time to Pretend came on. And we were just like, damn. You guys were living your real life episode of Skins. Yeah, but like I had, I still had naivety of like, yeah, fucking nine to five, man. Like, I don't want to wake up to the morning news and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that naivety that you have at that time. Before reality comes crashing in. Yeah, and yeah. And you have yeah. Bill's ex-girlfriends who just ruin everything. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I should. Uh, I realized that I actually that forgot to give a bit of bio for this album as well, oh, which I'll yeah. do quickly yeah. now. We'll do. Oh, do you want? No, 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 no we'll, we'll we'll just we'll just yeah, seamlessly we'll just. do this. So this is now apparently the second album by MGMT. Uh, it was originally released in October 2007, so we're going back nine years almost nine oh, years no. <laughs> and then it was re-released again in january 2008 which is probably when it came to everybody's kind of dials yeah, and radios because that. that was when it was released by columbia so that's when it got like the wild scale release this album has a metacritic score of 76 which is generally favorable reviews my fun fact about this album is that the rolling stone magazine listed this album as the 494th best album of all time in 2012. Oh, wow. That's pretty recent. Yeah. 494th best album ever of oh, all the albums. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who's strutting into the studio? It's the real Daddy. Morris Coffee. It's Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, uh, it's, that's the Mobot. We yeah, it's a little something that we created. What's, what's this? Hi. Uh, what's that in my seat? Daddy. <laughs> we So we've spent several hours, Morris, but we found out you weren't going to make it building a robot that is the exact likeness of yourself. What's up, funk soul brother? <laughs> <laughs> we just need to edit out all of these. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his third one. <laughs> It's like the Google bot that couldn't be shut down. Yeah. We just introed the album to catch you up. And now it's time to cull. (laughs) Um, So Alistair Alistair gives this out. He's already set off the bat. It's his weekend of the city. It's a weird thing where we're essentially catching up the listeners just to catch you up. And it's only been eight minutes of a podcast. But whatever. No, that's fine, Morris. Tell it. Kick us off. What did oh, you think hey. about this album? Well, did you listen well, to I this at the time? You cut me off. Just yeah, no. Oh, all right, fine. Keep going. Keep you banging on about two this distinct thing. distinct Epic fail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this robot is just like the real Morris. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> thing is killing. Fuck the robot, man. Whose idea was this? What the fuck? Morris for the win. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, this one right. looks really familiar, by the way. I can't quite put my finger on it. I'm your son. <laughs> Alistair. All right. This album, as I said, came out at a, a t- you know, the point in your life where you're looking adulthood straight down the barrel of the gun and you're ready. You're ready to get shot in the face by growing up. Look, 
I think it, I, I still listen to it now with the nostalgic feeling, uh, with the misty-eyed optimism I had when I was a 17-year-old. But so much of it is fucking terrible. I, I beg to differ. I think it's... Epic like... fail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this guy doesn't turn robot. off. Let, let Tullet get in. All right, Tullet, jump in. Fucking robot out of here. What? Sorry, not you, Tullet. No, no, no. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> robot Morris, you can come and stand over here next to me. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a flawless episode so far. Yeah. Um, okay, so I worked at a record store when this album came out, and this it started getting played before the singles kind of erupted and became the big thing it was. And I remember listening to it and being like, this is pleasant. I can totally vibe to like this, I guess. And then the singles became uh, omnipresent. Mega hits. Like mega hits. I heard uh, Electric Feel on Triple M the other day. Yeah, no, it's (laughs) those songs that well and truly like seeped into the mainstream subconscious. I actually don't have a problem with the singles either. It's just that the rest of the album, the rest of the album is just so poor. Yeah. Um, so poor. That it really, yeah, like it, it under, it undermines everything else that the singles have achieved. Yeah. I, when I first heard uh, Kids, which became a single, it, it was not a single at that point. And I'll I, touch on that later. I've I, got a big point. To make. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just get this ready. <laughs> it's good. I mean, I got Prepare yourselves. Not robot. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real Morris. You can't really tell the difference. But. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like I heard Kids and I was like, this is cool. Like, look at this and this synth stuff. I ended up seeing uh, MGMT at Splendor in the Grass one year when they played. They were one of the headliners. They they just straight up hated playing those singles. They were having the worst time on stage I've ever seen a band have. That's the whole thing as well. Like that's a big result of why the second album is what it is, or the third album, the, yeah. the second non-demo album. Um, Let's, is can we just call Oracular Spectacular the debut? Can we? Well, just... I tried. I know. <laughs> Go I know Lord, did had... I try? I just don't. I just. I feel like it. Like, technically, like, it's the debut, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, well, the, so the main, second album, the, the one with the Sonic the Hedgehog wave thing on the cover, that whole album basically... Congratulations. Yeah, basically stemmed from them being like, we hated our singles, yeah. so we just want to focus on our weird psyche stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, that was the impression that everybody got. And they, they sure did not hide the fact that they hated that they were popular. Yeah, totally. That came came to the fore. Real Morris. Can I get a proper introduction, please? Uh... What not about me. <laughs> <laughs> not Robot Morris. Uh, Morris Coffee, everyone. Uh, Sydney Tapes, the real thing. Dr. Google Drive. How are you? Yeah, it's been a fucking nightmare today. It's good to be here, though, to talk about my favourite album, Oraculous Spectacular. <laughs> we'll talk about I it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's just an imitation, me. Just. <laughs> no, no, we. Leave, son. Our blood, <laughs> our blood, sweat, and tears, and your social media presence are built into this fucking robot. At least respect it. <laughs> All right, yeah, Oracular Spectacular. I yeah, first time I listened to it, this was like um, I don't know if you remember back in the day, a little thing called the HSC. But this was my HSC album. But like when the online version of it came out, yeah, which was like a year before the actual release. Yeah, that's, sure what, I, that's what I was saying. That's yeah, the day. De- that was the I'm debut. Sorry. No, no, no. Oh, if it came out in October... Yeah, yeah, it came out right at at HSC time. Yeah. Which I listened to the fuck out of Time to Pretend, Electric Feeling Kids. I feel with this album that I feel like the sides are flipped on it. I reckon that Fourth Dimension song, if that opened the album... The one that sounds like a a sea shanty. Yeah, the one that sounds like an intro song to an album. Yeah. Yeah, sea shanty, essentially. Uh, And then, like, the second side opened with Time to Pretend and finished on Electric Feeling Kids. That's a more complete album. 
Fuck this fucking album. This was shit. I really, really... Oh, that's a surprise. You hated it? <laughs> I, hate, fuck, um... fuck, I fucking hate it. No, every day at work was like super stressful and stuff. And I was like, cool, can't wait to come home and unwind and listen to a regular spec fucking tacular. Like, this podcast is ruining my life right now. Okay, Robot <laughs> Morris. What, yeah. do, what in your limited time of being a sentient, sentient being, being yeah, <laughs> what, what's your impression of this album? I like... Music. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can barely tell the difference. Yeah, I if can't, I close my eyes, I can't tell which one's the, the real Mars. It's pretty much the same thing. I, yeah, okay, like to echo your point essentially, I agree. I, at the time, I totally blasted those singles. I, I actually th- thought... I, I enjoy them now still. Time to depend, uh, like, yeah. even Electric Phil is a bit iffy on, but like you no can... No way, Electric Phil is nah. fun. Nah, but the thing is that like, you can tell that those songs are properly fleshed out in comparison to the rest of the album. Yeah, like, totally. Those songs have layers to them and multiple melodies and shit, whereas other songs are just like well, a dude banging on the case of a cut- yeah. guitar. Yeah, so here's my feeling, and I actually don't agree with you about the Electric Phil thing, because not only did I bang on those singles at the time, but those singles were so, as like Tullet said, like omnipotent enough that I thought I had listened to this album a lot before doing this podcast. And then I listened to it and I was like, I haven't, I don't know any of these songs. It's all filler. Yeah. But after listening to it, damn it. (laughs) After listening to it like four times in a row today. You were so against this. (laughs) I know. Here I am. I've come around. I like this album. Every time I got to Electric Field. Backflips on everything. (laughs) (laughs) No more bots. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Every time we got to Electric Feel, it felt like the weight of the world was being lifted off my shoulders. I know, because you went through that fucking marathon of two songs of just being... It's three, three, it's three. three. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's what, a desert. Pretend, uh, kids, weekend, no, not weekend kids. Weekend, um, weekend Wars is the song I'm thinking and of. The Youth. The Youth is a yeah. cool song. No, The Youth starts off promising, and then it's when it gets to that fucking just like boom, boom, ba, ba, boom, ba, ba. shuffle Oh, the shuffle. Oh, it's man. a killer. <laughs> It takes all the momentum out of that song. It takes it from being a legitimate song to a coloring book of a song. It's a terrible, terrible piece of trash that was so easily fixed. They had it. Fail. (laughs) (laughs) Is there an off switch for this fucking thing? (laughs) You specifically said no off switch. You wanted this thing to run all the time. Um, This pieces of what song? The pieces of what? Yeah. If I knew what any of the songs were called, I'd be able to... Talk about them specifically, but aside from the singles, I can't. So that's the thing. That's what I want to bring up. Singles. When you mentioned kids before, and this also applies to Time Pretend, doesn't apply to Electric Feel though. But the thing with kids was is that this the, when kids was released, like the album came out and it was like the last single of the album. That was like the fourth time that that song had been released as a single because it was it is on every single EP, album, and demo tape that they've ever recorded. But it's diff- It's re-recorded every time, and they've just worked on it until it became this. Per- it's a really perfect pop song. Yeah, it's a good pop song. Yeah, it's a great pop song. But like it's they like, over the-, the covers list right now, and there are a gajillion yeah. covers. But like from 2004 to 2008, it was re-recorded five times and changed every single time. Like they chipped away at it until it became the song that it was. Totally. I'm just looking hey, at your covers like, list the whole now. Be- <laughs> Jack's Boys mannequin. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jack's mannequin did a cover. Ben Weezer, Lee did a cover, The Kooks, Weezer. Yeah, this... <laughs> MGMT were a huge band. For yeah, they really were. They, yeah. were they, the they opened for Paul McCartney, and yeah, Paul McCartney well, at one point said, they're my favourite new band at the moment. When, I went, when I, I went and saw them play at... <laughs> I went and saw them play at 
Bonnaroo in 2009. We and get they, it, Morris. You've traveled. They played at like 3 o'clock in the morning. And I didn't watch a single note of their set because Bruce Springsteen was standing on the side of the stage. And the entire crowd was just like shifted a few degrees to the left to all stare at Bruce Springsteen. He nodded his head like once or twice. I think he enjoyed it. Wow. That's a true gig pig story. <laughs> this robot's malfunctioning. What's going on? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I just, Can I just say that I actually I quite like Pieces of What I think that's the only other song Pieces of What <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that's Turn down for what oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Alright yeah cool Wait do it again Pieces of What I'm straight up going to just call the first break Right there Review Alright, so everyone is back. We've got me, we've got Alistair, we've got Tullet, we've got the real Morris, we've got Robot Ro. Start again. And we've got Intern Angelo. Thanks, good stuff, Angelo. Alright. So we're going to play. No, we're not going to play. We're going to do the Wiki Mouse. So for this one, Morris, you have looked up. Evan, what's the Wiki Mouse? Oh, so Wiki Mouse is how. Yeah, Wiki Mouse is Morris um, goes online, surfs the internet superhighway. Yeah, real Morris. Real famous Morris. Um, And in maybe four times the amount of time it would take Robot Morris to find the results, Morris finds (laughs) um, a Wiki How that relates to the album that we're listening to. So, Morris, what's the Wiki How that relates to this album that you found? Well, unfortunately, I, f- I fucked up a bit this week due to uh, all the overtime I did at work. So, oh, you, we get it. You work hard. Look, if a oh. robot could do what I did, <laughs> he works in a hospital. <laughs> if a robot could do what I did, and battle. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah. So basically, today I was like, yeah, look, let's just find out. I, I looked up ways on Wiki- on WikiHow to look up an Indian headdress. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, none of them say don't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we got three ways Why? to get a headdress. Uh, how to make a war bonnet. Four ways to make a tomahawk, and how to look Native American. Oh. <laughs> the next result I found was how to dress indie grunge like. Nice. And the f- let's just say that the first sentence of this is so you've heard MGMT. Yeah. Anyway, so that was really going. Nowhere. I definitely feel like MGMT were. Like what you said about Animal Collective in the Meriwether. No, no, no yeah, they're equally, no, if not more guilty yeah. of starting the cultural appropriation tidal wave that now infests all of our music. Well, they festivals. specifically had video clips that were that. Like, yeah, yeah. Animal Collective didn't do that. No, they just had the fans. Yeah. Look at how far we've come in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Brexit bit that you're about to do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You um, guys hear about this though? Britain what, leaving Brexit. the European Union. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy stuff. It's a Racula spectacular. <laughs> so but yeah, like it offers like strange, strange advice, such as Maybe it's time to pretend that we're Native American. <laughs> <laughs> such as adorning yourself with a new tattoo. Nice. Tips include consider an animal which you associate with your personality. Shark. Oh, spirit animal. Yeah, oh, my right. spirit animal. Robot Morris. <laughs> <laughs> my robot tiger, Zoid. Uh, <laughs> uh, join the urban exploration mu- movement. Already have, idiot. Yeah, nice try. And I ain't a fucking hipster. And also ignore the comments about improper hygiene. Uh, uh, 
I don't wash because bacteria is actually, when you get it to a point, it's actually more hygienic than the soap we put on our bodies. Oh, Jesus Christ. I heard that, man. Yeah. You also drink your own pee because it's sterile? No, because it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> there was also no wiki hows on how to fake being high on acid. I got one for you. Wow, <laughs> Morris, you're really small, but tall. You're, tall, you're like 10 feet tall, man. <laughs> I feel like that's more of a visual gag. Yeah. Um, so anyway, from that, you Master inspired Thomas. me to make a game based around um, a wiki how. So I've written a little intro for this. How much do you guys know about being a real MGMT fan? A lot. To- <laughs> We're about to find out. <laughs> to test this, I've checked out the wiki how on how to construct a groovy psychedelic room for your upcoming MGMT listening party. Evan's a robot. No, I'm, I'm not a out. robot. I'm a real Evan. boy. Um, <laughs> vibe is important, and this quiz will test your ability to win over friends and foes. Not just with the humble successes of two boys from Middletown, Connecticut, but also with the distinct aura... It's pronounced Middleton. Whatever. But also with the distinct aura projected by a room with real feelings that you have created with your own bare, hairy hands. How successful will you be at the rock block? So that's what this game is called. It's the rock block. Because you're building a room, like The Block. That very popular show, The Block. Oh, the show The Block? The Block. Yeah, yeah, This is, but this is The Rock Block. This is The Rock Block. Got it. So... First question, and this is open to everybody as well. Robot Morris, Intern Angelo, you guys can shout out answers as well. Question one, if I'm going to paint the walls of my psychedelic room, what colors would I use? Oh God. A, a static white that reflects our sun mother's rays. <laughs> B, a deep purple, blue or green. Huh. C, a fiery red, just like our sun mother's rays. <laughs> <laughs> or D, wooden earthy finish. Alistair, let's go to you first. What do you think it is, A, B, C or D? Uh, I'm going to go rank, gank, gang, get it, get it, deep purple and blue and red. Charlie? What? All right, Charlie's having a moment. Tell it what, 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 A, B, C or D, Charlie? Um, look, red. You can see the fiery red. The sun mother's rays. I love a fiery red. Real Morris. Want to drink scotch uh, and watch his Die Hard? Uh, I don't have the confidence of bases to start singing Space Trucking, but I'm going Deep Purple. <laughs> you got Deep Purple. Uh, Let's go Space Trucking! Mobot, what's your answer? Cold Steel. Cold Steel. <laughs> uh, and intern Angelo? Yeah, that's a good answer, Angelo. So the answer is B. Uh, it was deep purple. So we have uh, Alistair on one, Morris on one, everybody else is on zero. Um, question two. Time to light this groove hall. What kind of lighting will show off your psych vibe to prospective partners? Is it A, black lights, B, plasma lamps? <laughs> that is the last light that he's shining very anywhere <laughs> B, plasma lamps, C, lava lamps, or D, all of the above? Black lighting would really show your guests the groove of the room. Yeah. Yeah. I come mostly in between the beds. Right here. Uh, look, as an owner of a lava lamp, I'm going to say C. C, lava lamp. Tell it. What was D again? D was all of the above. Let's go all of the above, man. Let's <laughs> go all of the above. Why not? Yeah. Let's have a real party. <laughs> real Morris. No fucking dream machines. Uh, all of the above. All of the above. Mo Robot. Halogen flash lamps. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Probot. Intern Angelo. Um, the answer is D, all of the above. Fun fact, get at least two black light bulbs and put these in your light sockets. These alone will add a huge amount of psychedelia. In the case of a plasma or lava lamp, remember, bigger is better. Try to get a basic design with trippy colors. Trippy colors are 
Purple, green, <laughs> yellow, and neon blue. Red is not a trippy color. You are a robot. No, that's taken from the wiki how. Side uh, note, one of my a house I used to live in, in the kitchen for ages, we had a black light globe. And it was <laughs> just just come all over the kitchen? Uh, oh, some kind of bacteria. But, <laughs> but bacteria is good. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. As I said in my previous comments, bacteria is cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, question three. Floors are probably a big deal. What's yeah, going to make people exclaim, ooh, spacey room, dude? Shag Is carpet. it A, shag carpeting? <laughs> <laughs> Is it B, shag yeah, carpeting? Baby. Is it C, Morris's hair? Or is it Ooh. D, shag carpeting? Alistair, what's your answer? Uh, I'm going to go with shag carpeting. That's a pretty good guess. Tell it. I'm going to go with shag carpeting. Yeah, Evan. real Morris? Looks like you got a real fucking jokester in our hands here. Robots don't have hair. Shag carpeting. I'm not the robot, Robot Morris. Shag carpeting. <laughs> uh, intern Angelo? Shag Yep. Answering. Answering. Shag carpeting. Buy a shag rug to go in the middle of your room or in front of a piece of furniture. Any color except Mm. red or white. Put it down. Put something in the center like the lava lamp mentioned above. I really hope all MGMT fans are putting their shag carpet right in front of the fireplace, just like the Sims, so they all burn to the fucking ground. But then they put the lava lamp on the floor on the shag carpeting, is what this is suggesting. Yeah, whatever whatever burns. I got one thing. <laughs> Anything to, that burns. I just got one thing to say about this room so far. I think it's shagadelic, baby. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I love gold. Somebody <laughs> stop me. <laughs> oh, should... this is like the. <laughs> yeah. This is it, guys. You should call it. <laughs> Question four. This is the last one. We're almost done. The lesson the... is we always need to have a guess. Yeah. <laughs> we have two, and one of them we built from scratch. <laughs> Question four. We're almost done, but the room is missing the final touches to piece it all together. What three things you need to push out the jive and bring in the love? Hey, a tie-dye bedspread, glow-in-the-dark posters, and a Mexican blanket. <sighs> B. Items covered in glow-in-the-dark paint, incense, and an exotic incense holder. Door beads, a love seat, and a beanbag chair. Or D, a cool bedspread, glow-in-the-dark stars on the ceilings and walls, and throw oh, pillows. I have origins. I, the worst thing is, I've honestly had all of these things <laughs> in my oh, room at one point of my life. <laughs> and by one point in my life, I mean up to until very recently. Wow, the ladies right. must have <laughs> loved that, BT. Uh, probably. Glow the dark stars. Yeah. So, wait, hey, look, there were leftovers, and I'm an incredibly lazy man who couldn't even be bothered to reach up to the ceiling to take them off. <laughs> so, what, what, but I'm I have confused. a groovy What's your answer? Oh, like, fucking E, all of the above. All of the above, <laughs> right? Tell it. I've stopped listening. Like, okay. <laughs> Let's go C. C? All right, yeah, Morris. Real Morris. Yeah, no, I stopped listening. I was hanging out for uh, Alex Gray artwork. I uh, <laughs> never arrived, so G. G? Okay, Robot so Morris. So sad that your Alex Gray artwork never oh, arrived. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, this guy's great. Yeah, he's learning. Intern Angelo. <laughs> uh, okay, the answer is tricked ya. All are correct. Hey, Go- oh, dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Go out Party and buy some awesome blacklight posters, which will glow under blacklight. <laughs> also, get some different psychedelic posters for during the day with big trippy shades. Oh, just take your drugs and shut up. No, 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 hold on. Big trippy shades are uh, shapes of wizards and fairies. Get a cool bre- bedspread. Tie dye looks really cool. As does that. Uh, as does one that is covered in stars and moons also get lots of cool pillows a nice touch to a trippy space is having strange looking pillows eight around. pillows in my bed are they strange looking uh, you're but... fucked <laughs> 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 no, no MGMT listening party for you at the end of the game I think Alistair won 
We all lost. Yeah, everybody loses. Me, Alistair. To get back on some sort of track, we want. I want to talk about MGMT live. I've never seen them live. Morris, you have, and you have uh, the Bruce Springsteen story. But you haven't MGMT LIV. Morris, geek pig. What is your second MGMT live story? Because this one's a humdinger, right? Well, um. To, to be really technical here, this is my first MGMT story. I told my second one first. Okay, like, sorry. I was confused by the robot. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. all a bit confused by the <laughs> robot, I think. Yeah, man, it's Uncanny Valley shit. He looks just like me now. Yeah, so you know how last week we were talking about the placebo gig and how it was in my nope. top five worst of all time? <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is a top five worst shows I've ever seen in my life. It's up there with like... The Smashing Pumpkins that we were all at at V first. Except me. That sucks. <laughs> you really missed the bonding moment amongst all of my friends mm-hmm. and every Q show ever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, MGMT was literally one of the worst things I've ever seen. It was at probably the second time I ever went to Meredith. And it was one of those things where they were announced for Meredith and they blew up in between. They well, were one of those bands that like recorded an album and then had the, oh, oh no, we got to we're gonna perform this live. We're gonna perform this live. So we don't session, know how to play it was, instruments. It was all session musicians, yeah. and like those dudes shredded. But well, that's the thing I wanted to talk to you about as well. Like this was one of those bands that were like off Daddy's money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're and all from. They, they never knew how to. They were Wesleyan guys, right? Yeah, yeah. And they just like, asked the robot. Uh, robot, <laughs> is this true? Can confirm from Wesleyan. <laughs> there you go you have your confirmation yeah no it was like it was all session musicians all in their like classic black les pauls and shit <laughs> like long hair and leather jackets like just did not fit the mgmt sound at all probably got like a song and a half into their set before experiencing like technical difficulties and this was like the last show of the world tour that they had just been thrust into and they did not handle it well like they stood there we're we talking waves at primavera 2009 bad <laughs> I'm so fucked up. Oh man. Man, I dropped like Valley. Oh, you yeah, started that? listening to all yeah, the drugs yeah, that he yeah, dropped. Yeah, yeah. Um from all my heads out there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great meltdown. But they, no no, this was them standing in silence on stage for 35 minutes. Sounds addressing- like the last time I did stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I will say you're just irrepressible tonight. This is great. I'm drunk as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mars. Yeah, one of the worst shows I've seen. Broke my foot at it. Yeah, whatever. How did you break your foot? Why did you break your foot? (laughs) Why did like it's my fault? Why did you break your foot, Mars? Why did you do that? Uh, Because this was idea, Morris. Duh. (laughs) So this was one of those Meredith's where like. It just rained the whole time. It was like two degrees the whole weekend because it's fucking Melbourne and who knows what's going on with that weather. Foster is in one day. Yeah. Um, like I brought... If you don't like the weather, just wait 20 minutes. <laughs> am I right? I've heard Tullet becomes the intern. <laughs> no, we've got an intern, don't we, Angelo? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah thank you, Angelo. <laughs> It rained all weekend. It was real muddy. So, like, my thongs broke. <laughs> my cons broke. So, I had to go watch the fucking Bronx with no feet, sho- feet on. <laughs> no feet on. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I had no shoes. But, like, it didn't matter because, like, it was muddy and stuff. So, I had, like, no feeling. I was a free spirit. I was, like, connected to the earth. Like, my roots were extending into the ground until some fucked dude came up and kicked me in the feet and broke him. Wow. Uh, yeah, it wasn't that exciting, was it? Did but that, yeah. like, enhance or uh, was dour your experience of MGMT? No, that was literally <laughs> the, the point famous. where I was, it literally got to the point where I was like, fuck tonight. Oh, wow, it is a boring story. He's right. <laughs> was it Bruce Springsteen who broke your feet? 
I'm sorry, Morris. This is two different festivals. Do so. uh, <laughs> you think Bruce Springsteen played Meredith? Fucking read a book. What um, did you do at Meredith once you had a broken foot? Were you just done? Well, that's the thing, because like at the moment it was broken was me being like, I'm fucking done with this festival. I'm going the fuck to sleep. And as I was walking out, this dude just like kicked me like head on in the foot. I was like, foot on in the foot, you mean? Wow, you're really nailing this. So good stuff, Alistair. I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> okay, so we're back. In the meantime, we've taught the Mo robot to laugh. <laughs> um, so I've pulled up a bunch of Amazon reviews for this album. A couple of them are good, a couple of them are bad. First one is a five-star review from SupercalifragilisticBallisticMGMTC. Wow, that's his name. That's his real name. Well, oh. not his real name. His review goes like this. This is the new age nice kids handshake funk dance band MGMT, and they did not let me down. From time to pretend to kids to the end song, it keeps me on my toes. Awesome album. I listened to this by the ocean in Florida with the sunset. 2013, this guy's name was, yeah, right? Two, no, that wasn't his name. That was the year he posted it. Ah, okay. Because, yeah, like, so the two albums post Oraculous Spectacular had come out by that point. Right? Congratulations. Had, yes. And they're self-titled. Because that was the thing. Because I remember when Oraculous Spectacular came out and they signed that record deal, which was like five albums. I thought they broke up for a period. They broke up they for did, a period. Yeah. But they signed like a record deal that was like, we need to do five albums, but it was something like, it was one of the biggest record deals at the time. Like not Robbie Williams big, but it was like $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the richest man in the world. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> no, I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. Look it up. Robbie Williams has one of the biggest record deals of all time. How yeah. many albums has Robbie Williams got left on that contract, Morris? I don't know. but MGM's- Robot Morris, how many albums has <laughs> Robbie Williams have left on that contract? 18. <laughs> 18 albums left on that contract. I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams was the quote from the uh, press conference, but let's move on from that. Back to MGMT. Okay. No, but the thing is, like, 80, I remember them signing it. 80 like, million pounds. Yeah. 80 fuck. All right. That's a big deal. If you haven't, look up the Robbie Williams Wikipedia. His picture on that yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> it looks like Prince never Philip s- from my angle. Yeah, I've never seen a man more coked out in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> All right. But yeah, but like I remember them signing that, just being like, yeah, your kids are going to be picking up that debt immediately. Like you got signed on the basis of two songs. Yeah. And now look at them. They're nothing. <laughs> Second review. This is five stars. The review is titled D- Dear MGMT. It's by a user called Crazy. Legs. <laughs> he posted this May the 1st, 2014. To whom it may concern, I'm not sure what it is that you make or who exactly you manage, but I stumbled upon this depression era artifact the other day and it has blown me away every waking sunrise since. The cuts keep getting deeper, the weirdness weirder. The children berate me, but every time I play, they sing along. If those two kids on the front playing by the ocean are, in fact, MGMT, they are, then my hat goes off to you. Even if you learn to hate these songs, you have created something that resonates deeply for a long time to come. I may be seven years late to the game, but I know awesome when I hear it. Regards, and then the guy's actual name, which I'm not going to say. Evan. Morris. (laughs) Regards, Morris. Regards, Morris Robot. I love this album. (laughs) Um, okay third this so now we're getting to the people who hate this album the morris copies of the world the the morris copies of the world not the morris robots of this world this is a one out of five neo psychedelica yeah right that's what this is called it's by a guy and named chris um june 23 2009 so this is 
long enough after the album has come out. This overproduced shirt lifter garbage. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, right? Is nothing close to Neo Psychedelica. Real Neo Psychedelica was stuff like the Lime Spiders, Jukes of Stratosphere, etc. This oh, is not spiders. Just bring up the Lime Spiders. Yeah, okay. All the Jukes of Stratosphere. This is not Psychedelica in any way because real Psychedelica is trippy garage rawness. Oh, this sucks up. full stop, college nerds. I'm with them on that, though. Yeah, fuck yeah. academics. Why is it that you will go into bat to defend this album? I think as far as bargain bindi albums go, this is probably this the, is the bargain of the bindi. Oh, fuck off. We could have. We nah, have, yes, it's no metric or anything. No, we've reviewed far worse albums on this show. I don't think we have. I'm willing to say this. I would sit down. No, this is worse than Animal Collective. This oh. is a hundred percent worse. Yeah, than I, I no, I agree. This no, is worse than Mary with the Pussy This is just Nothing, good. This is good like second rate Mercury Rev and Space Mercury. <laughs> like it's just, no shit. There were a lot of reviews that I looked Nintendo. up that were like, if you like the Sleepy Jackson, you'll love it. I love the Sleepy. I know you do, but I I like Sleepy Jackson. Yeah, so do I. And this sucks. I don't fuck with this. I fuck with Luke Steele. That's great, Morris. Your turn's coming up in three or four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, shut uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This album came out at the right time for me as I was staring down the barrel hood of adulthood. Barrel hood of adulthood. <laughs> it's just the barrel hood of adulthood. No, I don't know, man. This, this, I, I don't think it's the pits. I think the singles of a jam- are, are like are good singles. I still hear electric. Like I heard once again. Like my girls, I heard it out whilst I may have taken uh, oh God. some kind of what the people on the street would call ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> and I so thought. It was heroin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard it out and was like, yeah, true. No, see, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll go into bed for Electric Feel, but it's that was so after high. having to listen to this like, album all the time. I realized that Electric Feel is yeah, a 10 it's out great. of 10 song. Uh, your turn's coming up in six minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It's good. There are far worse bargain bindi albums for a quote-unquote debut. It's fine. Like, the filler is filler. Like, every album has filler, man. Yeah, but this has ten tracks this is of all filler. filler. No. No killer. Ten... <laughs> That's a... No, there, there are ten songs in this album. The first half of it's good. And then the back half of it, you're just like, you know what? This is perfectly serviceable. I did menial chores to it and wasn't... Like, I'm going to turn this me off. Your from okay, your Morris, your educated rebuttal. Fuck this album. No, oh, great. <laughs> Scarlet, your educated rebuttal. Um, I don't know. I'm As per usual, I'm sort of somewhere in between the, the two extremes. Like, I, I really like the singles still, Kids, Electric Field. Did you listen to this properly when you were younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got like yeah, record store. Yeah, it was it was on all the time. Yeah, it, it got course, it just sorry. got Pot put head. into rotation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so. Um, but also, my girlfriend so high gone. right now. My girlfriend at the time was a big fan, and that was why we watched them at Splendor in the Grass. Like I like I heard the album a bunch when, yeah. when it came out. Um, but listening to it again, um, I think that the second half actually has more quality yeah, moments than the first there half. There are good moments on the second half. There are some fucking terrible moments oh, for sure. most of the way through the album, but then I, I quite like... Uh, pieces of what? Pieces of what? Pieces of what? Pieces of what? Pieces, yeah. <laughs> As I was saying before before we, before we burst into that song. Yeah, Pieces of What is nice. Like, that's a nice little ballad. And then the track uh, immediately following has like a really cool outro that... Um, have you got the track list up there in front of you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's of Moons, Birds, and Monsters. Of Moons, Birds, and Monsters. There's a song called that. Yeah. There is. Yeah. Mo- like, most of the song, not very good. And then the outro is like, got this 
kind of a cool little cycle bit at the end. That's yeah. that's kind of nice. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's it's fine. It's just really fucking boring. I, I just feel like it's a second rate of Montreal album. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So no, you of Montreal. Oh, shut up, Morris. You and I, <laughs> you and I are both. We've seen a bunch of live together. Yeah, and I will go in very hard to bat for two particular of Montreal albums. Like I've yeah, spent a lot of time last year. Yeah. Two of Montreal. Albums. Yeah, it is. It is. But and I totally agree with you because I had the same thought where I was like, "This sounds like a fucking second-rate Satanic Panic in the attic." Yeah, like, sure. And it um, came out the same time as well. Like, all that Elephant Six shit was going on when this came out, and this was ripping off all like the Six Organs and yeah, the, totally. Yeah. But it's a much crappier version oh, of it's that. Awful. Yeah, but it's like it is the they distilled it down and made it a pop album. Yeah, they got of, it played. But I would argue yeah. that those albums are pop albums but as well. But they're not, because uh, they didn't get played. They didn't get... They those didn't get, bands didn't headline Splinter in the Grass. Those bands didn't get in the top 500 albums guys, of all time. Those guys didn't make, an, they did, they, they didn't make songs with Kid Cudi, who at that time yeah, was true. Like the biggest fucking rapper Wait, what's the... Wait, MGMT I'm done a song with King Cudi. Pursuit of Happiness. That's MGMT yeah. singing. They, they wrote, recorded... MGMT did a song on Embryonic wow. by The Flaming Lips. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, thanks, uh, thanks for arguing a, our case perfectly. Can we do a Flaming Lips Like, I'm a Flaming Lips revisionist. They fucking suck now, but they were fucking huge. Like, you can't deny that's a yeah, but, testament uh, to the stature. Yeah. But, yeah. like, anyway. if I listen to Yushimi Battles of Pink Robots now, I would probably still like Yushimi Battles of Cool, that was my... Anyway, that's... We should a, do this. That's, that's a, another yeah, episode. Okay. That's we got to fucking do this. All right. That's a separate podcast. Let's bring it back down to brass tags. Alistair, at the time when this came out... Seven and now seven. All right, what's your favorite track of this album now? Probably... Look, I went periods of my life where I would rather stick like shards of glass down my urethra than hear it, but electric feel. Electric you can't, yeah, you can't deny that baseline. It is, it is yeah, it's a mix of like Prince and the Sesame Street music. Uh, <laughs> 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 Morris, at the time, what would you have rated this album when you were studying for your HSC? Oh, and the handshake. Oh, and the handshake. Yeah, it was like a three. Yeah, I just fucking played the shallow singles and like. A- Help me study for So essentially, this I... this album is ten tracks long, one for each of the singles, three out of ten. No zero. Zero. No oh. then. Then, uh, yeah, like one for each of the singles, like, and also like it being two thousand seven, I just came out of like my fucking post rock math rock phase. So this is me being like, oh, I can listen to fun pop music again. I was into these guys and Foles and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but now yeah. it's a zero. <laughs> Hard zero. Not even a zero, man. Just not. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um. Robot Morris, in your limited time of existence, what would you give this album now, I guess? Because you weren't built then. I learned to speak properly now. This is the only music I've ever heard. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So a 10. It's it's great. (laughs) You like music. Yeah. This robot's broken. Even if it was made by Funk Soul Brother. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Uh, Intern Angelo, what would you give this album? So, Tullet, at the time... When you were working in the record store, what would you give this album? Uh, it would have been like a six or a seven. It was a it was a listenable yeah, ex- it just, experience. It glides by. Glides by. Glides the heck by. And how and about in 2016, now that you work in a record store? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, way to remind me that my life is <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Morris. Morris. Yeah, great. Um, I'm going to do something cool one day. Don't worry, I'm just taking my time. Yeah, this podcast. Yeah, this podcast is exactly what I planned on doing. Like this specific episode? This exact episode. Oh, God, yeah. sorry. Um, this is the last thing on my bucket list, guys. I just <laughs> ticked off that motherfucker. Oh. I'll see you later. Time to die. <laughs> time to die. What would you do? What would you give this uh, uh, like album Like a now? four. Like a four? Like a four. And Tullet, what would you say is your 
favorite track off this album? Oh, okay, hang on. Can I say, uh, so the MGMT have a side project with of Montreal. Really? Yeah. That's what's it called? Blickfang. How, <laughs> how how long has it been inactive for? Uh, they released something in 2015. What the. F- Fuck! Both bands are still. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I didn't hear about that. Man. Uh, tell it. Sorry, yes. Tell it. <laughs> tell it. No, that's okay. I would say that my favorite song now is "Time to Pretend." The opening time to pretend. Track. The opening track. And I think that. Uh, I think that if you if if we, we delve into a little segment we like to call with fresh ears, we might. I've never uh, heard of a segment before. Yeah. <laughs> this is Play brand new to me. At home. It's a little segment, and it's got a little theme tune. That's you singing. You're right. Time, the word time to pretend does sound in, completely different. Yeah, yeah, that's you singing fresh ears into that's your microphone with your laptop, my laptop mic. mic yeah. yeah, good stuff. <laughs> I think if we listen to Time to Pretend, you'll discover that uh, it's different. Here we go. Let's, let's, yeah. It's amazing that Andrew Van Winfart in kindergarten actually. Yeah, he sounds really soulful there. Yeah, no, it's like it's. I don't know. I feel. I feel like yeah. If you listen to it with fresh ears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, with what? With 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 with. Perfect, seamless. Uh, that's great. As for moi, at the time, thought I'd listen to this album. Don't know whether or not I actually ever listened to this album. I can't tell because all of the filler tracks are so miscellaneous to me that I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. I know that you guys have gone into bat for some of those pieces of what? what fuck no, off. I didn't, bat, I didn't go pieces. into bat for shit. Yeah, sorry, not, yeah, not Morris. Thank but, you, thank you, thank you. So, it's but at, just... I, uh, oh, man, all right, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm so You're so yeah. shit. You guys are objectively wrong. At the time, I think I thought this album was like a six or a seven, but now I give this two 
and those two points go straight to electric feel. Like, Time to Pretend is okay. Kids is all right. But on the walk here, I listened to this album again to, like, rehash it. And as soon as electric feel came on, the gate of my walk and how I walked, everything changed. Like, it literally imbued me with, like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, like I walked like a cool dude for no, 50 uh, yeah, yeah, like when the Rockefeller skank comes on for me. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, essentially, Electric Feel Rockefeller skanked me. Um, and I think that that is... That's worth the two uh, points. You could go with right. this, uh, or fuck, you could go yeah, with that. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Alistair... <laughs> Two, what did you give it, Tullet? Four. Four, Morris gave it a zero. I gave it a no. Yeah, that's what I said, wasn't it? I thought you said two. Oh, no, I gave it a two. (laughs) Two, seven, four, zero. No. Uh, That's 13. That's a 13. But Robot Morris gave it a 10. 13 good. <laughs> yeah. The algorithm's broken. Yeah. And Angelo gave it, I th- like, I don't know, a six. We, we couldn't hear him. Yeah. His microphone <laughs> off. Yeah. No, I, I actually have a lot of visual. <laughs>